DCM works asking the important questions like if you fucked Jar Jar Binks is that bestiality? It was probably a song that reminded me of it or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, from. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. My name is David DCM, creative director, lead writer, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Ben. Hello. Hi. What's going on, Ben? Um, I'm sad. Oh, why are you sad? What's oh, well, it's always fuck. I'm glad you asked, David. <laughs> wow. Bojack hey, Horseman, season three. Yeah, it just yeah. came out. Uh, so we're going to do the meaning of uh, Bojack Horseman, season three. <laughs> This was very different. Yeah, I was like, I I didn't cry this time as much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry the whole way through. The, the enti- no, there's, they, it's, I think it's, I mean, let's just, spoiler alert, because we're not gonna, we're gonna spoil Look, straight. as always, that. it's the, just, if, if a name of the thing is in the title yeah. of the episode and you haven't watched you, it, you're gonna get spoiled. You really should. Just, even if you don't have Netflix, just acquire it legally through your local distributor uh, no um, well, uh, you can't it's get, a Netflix exclusive <laughs> just get, get just a one get month it. trial on Netflix and yeah, you, just, you, watch, you get, just get, watch BoJack Horseman you get a one month trial for free just do that they I've like for me the season was like it was refreshingly different because it was this kind of thing where it's like you know it's, it's pretty different to season one and two I wouldn't say it's the best season I'd say it's better than season one yep I wouldn't, it's just because season two was incredible but yeah, it season was season two is still the best season yeah but this season was good because it was different. Like, it did a lot of things differently to the first two seasons. And it did a lot of things that I wanted it to do. Um, I like, think, yeah, when, we, when we talked about what we wanted from season three back when we did the season one and two episode of AFA, uh, shout outs. Um, a lot of those things we wanted. You just were shout like, ourselves out. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> a lot of the things that we said we wanted, like, you know, we wanted more storylines with other characters and we wanted closure of some sort. We pretty much got it. We got a lot of the things that we were after. I think one of the things that... I'm just looking up the episode listings now because it's yeah. been a little bit since I watched it. I watched it, like, literally when it came out. Um, I've already seen it twice. Wow. <laughs> I watched it. Yeah, I haven't. Just, unfortunately, I've, I have I would have, but I have I've seen through it twice and it's... It's better on the second watch. Well, I mean, it's it's still good on the second watch through, because they like in typical BoJack fashion, and they've always done with this with all the seasons. There's just so many like foreshadows and like references to things that happen later on, and you know, character. You it's when you watch the show for the f- when you watch the season for the first time, it feels like you've it feels like some of the conversations that happened have like already happened. You get this weird thing where, like, when I was watching the first time, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've had this conversation. And when I watched it through the second time, I realized that there are so many moments where, like, one character will say something to another character. 
and then that character will say basically the same thing to a third character. Yes. Or another character will say the same thing to them. Yeah, it's a very clever device because often what will happen is... It sort of triggers your deja vu and you're like, I've heard this before, like, I know what's going yeah. to happen. But the outcome, the, the best, the most interesting thing about it is the outcome of whatever is is said will be different each it's time. It's different both times, yeah. yeah so one of the... super interesting. The one thing that I noticed the most was because there's a pretty wide gap between it, is the... With Todd's really big rant at the end that he has at BoJack, episode 11 or... No, no, it'd be episode 10. Episode 10. Um, uh, Todd goes on the big rant how about how um, BoJack's problems aren't because of, you know, his shitty career or his alcohol or the drugs. It's because he's a shitty person. Yeah. And I was like, where have I heard that before? And it's actually something that the closer tells BoJack... She's like, you think that all of your problems are yeah. because of the drugs or whatever, and you, you don't want it to be because it's you. But and it she's is. consoling him, like, she's trying to be nice to him because she's trying to get him to sign up for the Ella Gazette, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. But Todd's just being like, Todd says the opposite, it's like, it's not all these things, it's just you, you're just a dick. <laughs> it's really interesting how they can do... It's very intelligent writing where you take, in this case, like, a line of dialogue, and through the through the strength of the writing of the show, you can recontextualize it to keep meaning different things. Yeah. And one of the, one of the kind of, um, the through lines of this season is that, um, and it, it it's, it's noticeable in something as simple as like the sound design of the whole season is that Bojack never really feels like he belongs this season. Yeah. He's in, very in, detached from everything. And like, he literally feels disconnected from like almost everything. To the point where, like, he he physically interacts less with the world this season. Um, a lot of the time when he is on screen, he's not, um, like, doing an action. He's just moving, or he's, like, it's 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 hard to explain, but, like, he, he just feels, he physically feels more disconnected because of the way that they've animated and done the sound and stuff. Yeah, I think, like, a lot, you could argue a lot less happens in this season, but a lot less happens in the context of really big, important things. Like, the yep. Oscars. Like, it's, you know, it's pretty much the biggest thing for Bojack, because he's an actor, and it's the Oscars. But it's, you know, they have this contextual contextualization of, oh, he's nominated for an Oscar, or not really, and just that's basically what he's... That's his aim for the season, basically, is he's trying to get an Oscar. But nothing really happens, because everything's not really in his control. Like, he's, you know, he's not even in the movie. Like, it's not him. Yes, it, it's... Which... No, you're right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it's really interesting even when he reveals that to the uh, to the reporter in the first episode, and he's like, oh, fucked up, or like, I told the manatee. Oh, yeah, of course. And, yeah, yeah. and her, his publicist just handles it. We don't know how. Like, there's literally, you're never told in the entire season how yeah, she handles but it. But it's just fixed. She just says, it's handled. This isn't your job. Go do whatever. And it's like, it's so out of his control. And I well, mean, because everything that's... is, yeah. And even the fact that a lot of this season we get a lot of flashbacks and stuff, oh, it's God. already happened. It's beyond its the, control. The 2007 jokes are just that episode. Very good. There's like the one episode which is entirely in 2007 was like episode three mm-hmm. with the um the, the really Bojack meta Horseman Bojack Horseman show. Yeah. Um, I mean that was that was like the writers were like we're just having fun yeah and you could tell the voice actors were totally in it as well especially with like the full loco line like they were just dripping with sarcasm I mean it's just very like clever. that is the correct amount of loco and you're like yeah, oh my god, god. Uh, yeah that was very much yeah it was that before which is the episode where Bojack goes underwater 
Oh my god, I episode talk four? About, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, let's talk about that, because that's, so that's my I, favorite episode this season. Oh my god, I had one spoiler for BoJack Horseman. Well, I had, like, two, because I watched, I watched it the first time, like, a couple days after, and that was, like, it's a good season, and episode four is incredible. And that was all I had heard about oh, season see, three. I didn't even have that coming So I was it. going in, like, like, I'd finished season three, and I'm like, this next episode is apparently incredible. And, wow. you know, it started, and I was just like... You know, I immediately sort of got the gist of why it was incredible. I'm like, oh, there's no dialogue. This will be interesting. Ugh. And, I mean, it's pretty good. It, but it, it does it pretty well. It I completely mean, blindsided me. Because I didn't... Because yeah, I didn't know. If I you just, didn't expect it, well, yeah. Well, because I just come off the flashback episodes. I was expecting a lot to happen. Yeah. And instead, you get this long, drawn-out think piece where you follow Bojack through this foggy haze basically of, Japan of well yeah it's, it's, like, it's like Neo Japan but underwater yeah and you follow him through this place where he can't interact or communicate um and it's he's got this shitty life he's basically like he's literally well they they run that storyline the yes the the father figure storyline yeah like the, they um, run it the tried and true we've seen yeah, it before you've got a kid that you gotta yeah, take you gotta care take of. and you gotta get back to the owners and it's really sad because he's like he you know he kind of wants to keep the kid but he can't and it's like you know the fu- you know like I was like, eh, it's that storyline, but I think the, how they bookend it with him trying to reconnect with Kelsey makes it more than that. Yes, and then the final. So oh my god, and the, the joke. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Well, so the <laughs> just, so the just the that entire. I was I lost. I just lost it after that. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It it was one of those things where I I I I, I was crying with laughter and then I stopped <laughs> and went fuck because <laughs> it's like. That's such a... So, you know, that that whole episode is an allegory for, like, Bojack's life in general. Like, that, well, the idea is that him being underwater and not being able to communicate and living in this kind of haze is actually what his normal life I is I mean, like. first time I was watching it, I literally felt, like, claustrophobic. It's tough stages. to... It's hard to watch. It's really hard to watch, especially when you're in the context where it's just, like, he's stuck in that It's so frustrating. Bubble. Yeah. And you keep expecting him to go into a room where he can drain the water where, Yeah, I was like, <laughs> where are the rooms where you can drain the water? I was sitting there waiting for it. I'm like, I just want it to drain water, but they don't. Yeah, they don't because, give you that comfort. Because that's, that's not how life works. Oh, but, I was just like, yeah. there's got to... I was like, there has to be. I mean, if there are, if there are, if there are land tourists, there would be a place that drains the water, but there isn't. There is not a single place. Yeah. I'm like, oh, not even this hotel room. It's just... I was, yeah, I, that was just brutal. It pulls the rug on so many, like... Well, I mean, a lot of people have been like, that's what it's like living... That's what it's like going to, like, another country where you have no, like, lick of the language eh, or anything. Kind of. Where it's... Or you go to a new place and you just don't know anyone. Like, it's super isolating. Because mm. you're just literally stuck in a bubble. And then they make an episode where he's literally stuck in a bubble. But, like, that... Yeah, I know, but that's... I, I Which I agree with. And I know that's kind of part... That's one of the things that it is. But that's not the point of why they did it. You no. know what I mean? Like, they were basically just, like... This is what his life is. Like, yeah. And it's just sad. I think one of the craziest things that I sort of realized for that episode, it was probably the second time I watched it, was that, like, Bojack's the only person who doesn't realize that they can talk. Yeah. When he's, like, when he's, like, talking to... Talking. When he's sort of interacting with other characters, they're all sort of waiting for him to talk. Yes. But he just sort of hand gestures and they're like, whatever. Um... Like, especially the director. He sort of just... Well, yeah, because he... Like, he, at he, first, he's like, he just doesn't want to talk whatever it's Bojack. He's an arsehole. Um, but the fact that Kelsey never talks to him, especially at the end, <laughs> like, she just reached, like, she... Because he writes the letter because he thinks that the, that's the only way they can communicate, which I think is funny. And he writes that really amazing letter at the end, and she just, like, reads it, 
sees it's like she obviously can't read it because it's smudged she doesn't just talk to him she's just just like whatever bojack just fuck off yeah and she just keeps going and it's like it's so much worse because it's not the case of like oh she has she's busy and you know the the thing is fuzzed out and they can't communicate any other way so no. she just has to go it's like no she just doesn't want to talk to him yeah it's kind of <laughs> it's it... just so rough and it's yeah. because and it's because of the exact reasons why he wrote the letter, why she doesn't want to talk to him. Yes. It's just so unfortunate. Uh, it's, it's, it's rough, and it's one of those things where it reminds... So, okay, so let's... There's a few things that I want to get to, and I don't want to get too bogged down to this particular episode, yeah, but... Just but, because... Just because it's so good. Like I just want to end it by saying the soundtrack is incredible in that episode. Yes. Just amazing. 10 out of 10. All right, we'll move on. Yeah, no, you're right. No, no, that's good. It is, it is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Actually, the whole, the soundtrack of this season was in particular quite special. And the animation. Um, the animation this season was... It's gotten was, so much better. And it, but it's, it's in the subtlest ways though. Yeah, there'll just, there'll be, there'll be certain angles of the characters we haven't seen before. Yes. And you're like, that looks really cool and yeah. new. And it doesn't break the style of it. it yeah, yeah, it's so, it, it's so it hard just to look, explain. It, it looks like as if they've taken these 2D flats, which they've had for two seasons, like the same 2D flats, and they've somehow made it into a 3D model and they've shown us another angle and you're like, fuck. But they always do it they used to do it when they moments. need it, yeah. yeah. Like the slow-mo sweat scene. This is the weirdest oh. piece of animation. You're like, that's oddly cool. It's, it's cool, <laughs> but I feel weird about it. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about... Um, uh, what is oh shit? What's her name? Um, the young Sarah Lynn. Who, yeah, Sarah Lynn. The one dad. who dies. Yeah. Um, oh. Okay. So, let's I mean, okay. Can we talk about how equally frustrating that episode where they go on the bender is? Oh, so fucking. So it, it's it's as frustrating as the underwater episode, but for a different reason. Where you just have no idea what's happening. They go through like months or whatever. They go through. There's literally about a month of time that it goes through. Yeah. And we're like, what happened to all the other characters? Yeah, like, what's going... Well, it's like, well, the other characters just don't give a shit. And we, and we, yeah, we're like, it's, it's the first time that we've seen, like, he's on this bender and he goes... Well, it's the first time we see that much time pass... With no consequence. only following Bojack as well. Yes. Except Uh, for the New Mexico episodes. Which is why they're similarly painful. It's, it's just, I mean, the... So there's, there's two things that are really weird about that episode. The first is that no one cares. Yeah, so no one cares he's that at, he's gone. He's at Diane and Peanut Butter's house. Well, I mean, because that's... And they're just like, okay, great. Like, they're not even just like, oh, we're worried about Bojack. They're like, okay, this again. At right? that stage, he's already fired Princess Carolyn. He's yep. sort of told Todd to fuck off, or at least that friendship is shaky at, well, it's, at that yeah, stage. Well, yeah, they haven't spoken in, like, yeah. two weeks or whatever. And, like, Diane and Peanut Butter... Diane doesn't really want to hang around him anyway. Diane's really interesting this season. Um, so he doesn't... And, like, Anna is basically just left because oh, she was God. only in it for the Oscar, which is just so that was Well, kind of. That was a brutal... Like, that was a weird... It was a brutal moment because that story that she tells him about... Oh, the lifeguard When she's one? a lifeguard, you're like, oh... Oh, it's cr- entirely true, yeah. That was one of the... Moments- <laughs> I love when he's just like... I don't get it. <laughs> You're like yeah. Bojack. Come on. That was that was rough. <laughs> it was funny, but again, like always rough. So, in that in that drug bender episode, no one cares. Um, you know, Mr. Peanut Butter and and, and Diane, they don't seem to care at all. Yeah, they're uh, just Princess like, mm. Carolyn just walks away because she's done with him. Oh like, yeah, on the balcony when he yeah. goes there, and then the only person who's there that seems to give a shit at all is Sarah Lynn. but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, this is getting weird and dark, and then. You get him going to... <sighs> to Ohio. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. That's and just so he goes fuck, to the... Fuck, to stop opening that shit up. Uh, 
Like that was the... th- that you know the feeling that she had when that happened. <laughs> yeah, is literally the feeling you get when it happens. It's You're like, just... and the, I, um, oh, I can't. I think yeah. the I think the worst part of that episode was when he brought it up. Like not when he went to see her, but when he brought it up again at the um, like the alcoholics meeting or the twelve step meeting or whatever. Oh my god! Because that was like, because they had they'd only really briefly touched. Well, they they mentioned the boat in episode one. Which is why he like freaks out when he's Margot sleep- Martindale steals the boat. Well, well. And, yeah, and but um, in episode one when he's sleeping with the manatee, well, at least partially, she's like, she's like, I'm gonna climb aboard your boat because she's trying to be sexy. Yeah, and or whatever. he freaks out. And he freaks out because of the boat. Oh god! And, like, oh shit! I forgot about. Yeah, that. so that's 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 like how it connects to season two. But you don't get anything else until episode eleven when he brings up the whole story to the twelve step meeting. No, you get. You get the boat. You get Margot Martindale. I don't know which episode it is. It's well, I mean, yeah, you get Margot Martindale on the boat, but no, like but she's, you, she's. I don't know. She steal. I can't remember if that happens. But she does she, steal the boat. Yeah, but like you don't like Bojack doesn't ref like he doesn't actively reference. Well, he almost avoids talking about it. He yeah, never, he never brings up New Mexico. Like ever, yeah, but until like until that meeting, you, the audience isn't really reminded about it too much because he always has the boat. Yeah, you just kind of accept. Yeah, he has a boat now. He's got a boat now. Um, yeah, and it's not like it's not like it's presented as a, as a constant reminder of what he no, did because he still has it. If he if he was so worried about you know what he did, he would have gotten rid of it. Well, he still got the burnt um, footstool from season one, <laughs> so like he just has artifacts. Yeah, he just has things, I guess. Yeah. Um, Shit, what were we talking about? Now I'm thinking um, about the burnt footstool. So episode eleven. Yeah. Okay. So he goes to the. So, okay. So the the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting where he basically. That's, Bums that's, everyone out. <laughs> that's well. That, that's his point of like no return. So the so in like a writing graph. So they call it the story grid. Um, yeah. It's by this guy, he's really talented, and it's basically this idea that you get to, you know, every story starts at a baseline and it goes up and up and up and hits a point of no return, then it goes down all the way, and then you get to the end of the story with a resolution. Yeah. So you start in a in like a status quo. Yeah. Things get worse and worse and worse until the point of no return. Then. Things either get better, and they so they so they go back down to the baseline, or they just yeah. keep getting worse. Yeah, and that's Bojack's point of no return, where he decides not to make things better. Yeah, for the third season in a row, <laughs> and it's the it was one of those moments where I went, oh, okay, uh, yeah, this is, like, and I was like, oh, he's never like he's actually never gonna like change. part of me wants just a you know part part of me wants season four to be the last season. Or at least season five, maybe to be the last. Four might be. Um, I want an end. I kind of want it just to finish. There will, there will be an end. In this, yeah, but like in the sense where I don't really mind which ending we get, whether we get a bad ending or a good ending. Basically, I mean, if it doesn't, yeah, like I don't really mind either way. But it it needs. It's like it's going to end soon. They've, they've, yeah, they've definitely. I think because this season didn't really end on any, like, single horrible thing the way that season two did. Um... Season one just ended in general This apathy. season ended on a pretty horrible thing. Well, I mean, yeah, Serilyn's death is... No, not that. He tr- he was like, okay, I'll just die, I guess. Well, he's done that at the end of, like, pretty much every season. Yeah, but this felt... <sighs> no, okay. that's the thing. Like, it, it felt different to the other seasons, which is why I think it's the lowest point. Yeah. Like, I don't think they can get any lower than what they are, because... I don't know, this, this general feeling over this season was just, like, so much apathy towards everything. Yeah. Where it's like, because I of that don't... Because dis- of disconnect. It's so disconnected, I don't think it can get any lower without just being sort of disingenuous. Well, I think... No, you're, no, you're right, actually. Yeah, I, know, I completely agree. I think the next step for them... 
because okay, let's talk about the ending of this season because that's really where the, they kind of come full circle with the meaning of this season. So yeah, um, Bojack basically uh, he he's going to make a show with his old buddy from horsing around. Yeah, because he's like, I'm gonna do this again. It, this this is I was helping people. You know, Diane lies to him about watching horsing around as a kid. I don't think that's a lie. Ooh, see, I I always assume, I just immediately assumed it was. Really? I yeah. thought it was legit, I, but I thought... I thought it was legitimate, but also because she told him because... at Because it was when... How do I put it? So she used, like, from her perspective, assuming she's not lying, she used, like, horsing around as an escape because their family on the show was, like, they were good and they, they were, were nice and happy. But then meeting Bojack and Sarah Lynn and other characters, she realized that that was all a facade. And it and was a lie. There was I mean, no you, such I mean, thing as real happiness. Yeah. 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 So which is why <laughs> I think she told Bojack Horseman, because in, in her mind, it doesn't really matter to her anymore. And she was just trying to help Bojack, in a mm, sense. That's interesting. That's why I don't think she was lying. Mm. I think Diane this season acts a lot more like Bojack. Yeah. Especially in the uh, the diner scene where she's complaining about the water. The diner scene. Uh, towards the end where she's just like, you know, it's illegal to give out water unless people ask for it when she's talking to her friend. Oh, yeah. I think that's super Bojack because it's such a Bojack thing to be in a like an important conversation with someone close to you and to derail it with dumb shit like, it's illegal to serve water yeah. because we're in a drought. Well, they're very similar. Oh, yeah. Like, Diane says it. Like she says, yeah. we're super similar. That's why we have yeah. to not be too. Well, no, be... I, I agree because they kind of they feed each other's problem. You know, it's kind of like when you put two addicts in a room and you hand them a pile of their drug of choice, and you're like, <laughs> "Well, I'm just gonna we'll leave keep here. each other accountable now." <laughs> and you're, you're, you're like, "I'm gonna leave and go to the shops, and you two bet on do any of this cocaine." Yeah, I want to see it all when I get back. Yeah. and then that, you know, that it's that kind of a recipe. But the season ends with Bojack kind of he 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 goes to do the show, and and he suddenly realizes. As he starts to do it, he gets flashbacks to Sarah Lynn, and he's like, oh, this is, I can't do these shows with kids anymore. Yeah. It fucks people up. Yeah. This is where my problem started. Yeah. Whether or not that's true, that's what he believes, so he just basically leaves. Well, he just panics. Like, whether it's yeah. for noble reasons or not, he just has a panic not, attack and leaves. Yeah. And he gets in, in a car, um, well, really he rents nice a car, car, we assume, um, <laughs> and he just drives. Yeah. And he's driving out to the desert. Um, what's LA? So desert isn't that far away. Yeah. Um, and he just drives and drives and drives and he eventually sort of, um, there's this really amazing song playing and he, he just kind of, you get this, there's this one a lot really, of Christ imagery. Yeah. There's a really long shot there yeah. where he doesn't, he's just staring into the distance and they do it really well where the animation is so subtle. He just really slowly starts to close his eyes. Yeah. Uh, and he puts his... Does he put his arms out? I can't remember. Yeah, that's where the cross yeah. comes from. And it does, like, an aerial view. Yeah, and he puts his It does his an aerial out. view um, locked onto the car. So you don't see the car slowly veer off. You just see the world slowly veer Shit. off. Yeah, it's so really it's, clever. So it's a, lot more, it's a lot more, like, confusing. You're like, wait, what a, wait a minute. Um, and he, so he... Yeah, he, he, he doesn't crash. And so he opens his eyes. Yeah. And he, he slams on the brakes and stops at the side of the road. And he gets out and he sees... A pack of wild horses. Yeah, those wild horses confuse me, man. They're because they're wearing clothes, but they're really wearing really tattered clothes. So it's similar to the deer in episode, in season two, I want to say that mm-hmm. they hit. Yep. Like he's wearing tattered pajamas. Yes. 
So I don't think they're wild horses more that they're, like, off-the-grid horses. Well, that's what I mean. They're, they're in the same of... way that, like, some people go off the yeah. grid. That's yeah. a, well, that's how I mean. They're sort of... They're, they're kind of people that are getting back to their roots. Yeah. So I think what we might see either... Well, I mean, it was he was obviously sort of, like, having thoughts back to Secretariat. Yeah. And he's watching them run, and he's like, oh, yeah. Like, it's that moment where you're like, oh, maybe... Like, I just... I think... I'll... I think this season there's been a couple of references to season this season to like animals being animals rather than like humans because in this like world that Bojack Horseman is the show has sort of created where you have like humans and then you have animals being humans essentially like anthropomorphized mm-hmm. and they don't have tails um but you ha- there's like references every now and then to animals acting like animals so there's the kind of tongue-in-cheek mention of the um, the manatees saying like, "Oh, we should we should you know do what nature does, like have sex like wild animals." And yeah. Bojack is just like, "Yeah, manatee and a horse making out just like nature," <laughs> and and like the you could argue the um the the stripper whales at Whale World, which I think stripper is the funniest whales. gag in the entire season. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot. Like, there's sort of been a weird focus on the animals being more animals rather than humans. Yeah. And I mean, there's the line that the manatee says, I forget her name, where she says, are you more man than horse? Are you more horse than man? Which some people say is a dick joke. I think it's a dick joke. Um, I mean, it it is, but it's not... It it, it is a dick joke. It's Bojack, so it is a dick joke. Yeah. That's... It's also... But it's also a reference It's an interesting question, too. Because it's like, are you more... Like, because the whole... Well, it's also in the credit song. Huh. It's at the end of the credit song. Am I more horse in the man or am I more man in the horse? Because it's a really interesting... Because I think the ending is him going... Because he's spent the entire three seasons so far basically being a human. Yeah. You know, he's played... He's an actor. He's played a dog. You know, he's played Peanut Butter in yep. season two. two. Yeah. One. Huh? One of them. Yeah. Season, season one, I think. You know, and he's Maybe. played like... He's played human roles in other films. Um, so he's obviously sort of considers himself like a human, but him then going out and seeing those wild animals, those wild horses, he's kind of like, for me, it's him realizing he's a horse. Well, it's, it's, the, well, it's, that's, it's maybe why he's so unhappy is because he, cause he's every, trying well, to he's be resist, what he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to resist his nature and that, well, cause we don't really see any other horses. Well, that that's the that's one of the really interesting things about the show. The only horses we've seen are his parents and Secretariat. Yeah, we've never seen another horse in the show except in that final shot, which is his daughter. Let's be honest. Oh, the, oh, the daughter shot. Yeah, it's, as well. it's his daughter. Like, let's be honest, it's his daughter. Okay, so there's that, a reference to his yeah, to all was, the abortions that he paid for, and he's like, I hope they actually a, got the abortions. That was and a crazy like throwaway. Yeah, half, that was like. Whoa, I thought I was like, wait, I had to what? go back and be like, I went back and like no, that was scoured s- all of like the walls, to be like, well, who the fuck is this character? Like, who is this character? I'm like, it's Seven, probably it's just her daughter. His yeah, daughter. it's his daughter, and if it's you know season I, four. <laughs> Well, the interesting I mean, thing... she's going to be in season four. Oh, I mean, well, she will. But the interesting, interesting thing about that, as an introduction this late in the game... Shut up, birds! <laughs> um, it's it's like sundown, so the birds are going nuts outside. Yeah, they're fucking freaking um, out. I can see it, like, bouncing on the audio when yeah. we're not speaking. Anyway, um, so you're definitely going to hear that. So this this episode features some sweet birds. Featuring birds. Um, what's going to be interesting with that is you basically... You take the dynamic that he had with someone like Sarah Lynn, which is this weird, fucked up, like 
parasocial parenting yeah. slash love he's interest apply thing. It to and he's gonna have to suddenly be like, okay, how do I remove the parent? rest of that to actually be? Well, I mean, he's that's why season that's why episode four was that storyline. There's no other reason why. Yeah, they would like you know episode four could have been anything else, but they chose that really stock standard storyline. They bookended it with some good stuff, but when I got to that last point, I was like, episode four makes a lot more sense because it's like they like I'm sure they wanted like they they obviously know that they're gonna do a daughter thing in in season four. That's why it's in the last episode. Yeah, but they obviously don't want to have to set it all up in season four. They want to like kind of give well, in, it time yeah, in to... the way that bojack does they need they need to let it breathe yeah so they they were like we're gonna set up the fact that he can be a parental figure when he has oh, to and right that in is season three episode strong. four that's a super and then we're going move. to introduce the sort of the hook for him having to be a parental figure well there's like the hook for him failing as a parental figure with sarah lynn and then they're gonna sort of maybe towards like the middle of yeah. season four they'll be like now he has to actually rise to the occasion and actually be a parental figure. And they've given it enough time to sort of dwell, where it's not just like, why does Bojack have a daughter now? Yeah. You're like, okay, this... Well, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, they've, they've given themselves enough room to breathe with yeah. it. And this, I mean, this whole season is about, once you watch it, you, it breathes, and you're like, okay, now I get... Oh, see, that's really interesting. Yeah. Because that means that they've got a lot of potential to see how Bojack reacts when he doesn't have a choice. Because like, a lot of the time in his life, he, he has no control, right? But this is different. This is what happens when you give him control... Of a thing that actually matters. Yeah, because it'll be the kind of thing where he won't have to see his quote-unquote apparent daughter. Like they'll they'll run the thing where he's just like, "I don't have a daughter," and she'll be like, "No, you're I'm your daughter." They're gonna do the thing where he doesn't want to, but then he eventually does. I don't know. I'm just guessing. It could like, be interesting. Like he could just go for it straight away and fuck it off. Yeah, like they that's, could. That's kind of they point, could just know, ruin it again. Like they don't, God damn it. They don't give a shit at this yeah. point. They're like, no, we'll do whatever we want. <laughs> we don't care about you, huh? You thought you liked Bojack? He's still the worst. Uh, I mean, that's. I kind of don't want them to do that. If they do it, I don't want them to do it as hard as the previous seasons. Because I think you know, if there's two more seasons left, which you know, five seasons is pretty good. For a TV show like this. Yeah. Um, you know, like, season three is definitely the lowest point. Like, kind of, like, you know, go up a little bit, maybe drop down a little bit at the end and of season four, nice and little... then just find somewhere at the end. Give us some kind of... I mean, we, we'll, we'll get closure, but... He's I mean, ne- we've, we've had closure for a lot of things, but they just keep opening up new wounds. <laughs> well, it's... The weird thing is, it's like, you get closure, but the... The next, like, the next thing that happens always reopens a similarly f- shaped wound. The funny thing is, is that they give closure, and especially in this season, they gave closure to a lot of char- a lot of characters, but you just know it's just not what they want. Like, especially with Princess Carolyn. Like, her relationship with a mouse isn't going to work because she's a cat and he's a mouse. Like, they said that in the show. Yes. They it- were like, we know how this is going to happen. And it's like, yeah, you're gonna, like, it's not gonna be good, but then no. they have a couple good dates, and you're like, no, it's <sighs> not gonna end up, and they're like, we're happy together, it's like, no, it's no. not gonna work and out. And you get, you get Princess Carolyn. Your cat, Carolyn. she's a mouse. Yeah, and you get Princess Carolyn. Wanting to be a manager. It's just the same thing, <laughs> and it's like, fuck. Thing. Like, it's just this, yeah, she has, she has an epiphany that's wrong. Yeah. And that's such a fucking, like, that's so indicative of the show, where it's like, you get a character who has a final sudden realization. He's of like, a, I'm going to do this. You're truth. like, no. And you're like, no, it's completely wrong. <laughs> like, it's, it's it's just totally incorrect. Um, And I think Todd had that this season as I, well. I think Todd... I mean, they fucked up, Todd. I mean, if you're going to make him lose his money, do it in the next season. Like, give us the cliffhanger of Todd being a millionaire. Eh, no, like, because cause what's great is that he's now... Because well, him and the girl... Like, she still has her money. 
Yeah, I think that's interesting. So that, well, I mean, he kind of got confirmed for being asexual. That was a really nice I was moment. like, yeah, I was like, fuck, they're actually doing it, and yeah, not it was, in a really bad way. They didn't, it wasn't obnoxious, they didn't ham-fist it. He was just like, I don't think They I'm... also didn't pull the easy straw in 2016 of doing he's gay. They were like, we don't want to, like, they were like, okay, character who was confused, or like, character who hasn't gone with the girl, and she's like, are you gay or something? We could just do the easy stick and just go, yeah. They're like, nah, we want to do a bit more nuance, and, and I think they've done a good job. It's very it. honest to the character as well. Yeah, because um, he's never really shown any interest in females, yeah. and, and except they for the weird times. <laughs> well, they, they would have known from the start that they were like, okay, he's probably asexual. Or he's probably just not straight, which yeah. is what he says. He's like, I'm not straight. But he's just, like, not no, a, cool. he's just not a sexual person. Yeah. And that, the, way that they, the way that they frame that scene is very like intelligent and interesting, and it reveals more about... Like, I think it's one of those times where it shows a lot that the creators of a show really are like, okay, in this world of horses and people, <laughs> and people that are fish, we can actually like, do some interesting and, things. And with birds trying to commit suicide, but then forgetting that they can, they can fly. fly. Yeah. Like, in that context, they can still really powerfully be like, okay, here's really solid representation. Yeah. And it not be, you know, it doesn't talk down to you, it doesn't, like, condescend you, it doesn't put anything on a pedestal it's not like social justice it's just well this character yeah, has always just, been it's this. just there yeah and that's really what it should be yeah. like you know that that's that's how you do that kind of thing right you don't be like okay this character's gay because we need a gay character it's like no Todd... you need the token gay character you're no like, you're nah. like you know you're like you know what todd has evolved and he's kind of always felt like he's been similar to this and it turns yeah. out you know what that makes sense and that might change later because he might change as a person yeah but for now that's what he is and i think that you know that's a very um it's almost the opposite of Bojack's arc, where he goes from being pretty sure of what he is to having no idea anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this season, like, ultimately, what they were trying to... I mean, they were always trying to say a bunch of things, but really, like, yeah. the, the thrust of it is that you can go from a place where you think you want to be. So, like, in this case, it's like, Bojack was like, okay, well, I know this Oscar thing is going to make me happy for a bit. Yeah. You can go from that place through a whole bunch of other ups and downs and get to a point at the end where you still really have no idea what you should be doing or where you should be. And I don't know if that end scene is supposed to be positive or negative, but whatever it is, it kind of suggests that, like, regardless of whether or not you find meaning in your life or you find happiness, so, you know, you find a relationship like Princess Carolyn and the Mouse that's doomed to fail or you're Todd yeah. where you finally accept... Whatever it is, it kind of doesn't really matter because... There's always going to be two sides of you anyway. There's always going to be, like, the horse and the man. Yeah. And they're always... One's going to take over, one's going to take a back seat, and they're always going to change, and you're never going to be the same thing, and you're never going to be happy forever. Yeah, I think that's why season three ended so neutrally. Season one ended on a fairly reasonably low note. Um, I wasn't particularly happy. Season two was, like... A, a complete fucking nosedive into like a and like a, a hopeful ending like the last few seconds of season two were like okay there's hope um but season three just ended kind of flat but i don't think that's a bad thing well yeah it's 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 you're in the middle again yeah you've, you've gone you've gone up and down and then you just hit the middle and and that's you know, I mean, that's always going to happen. That's how life works. You yeah. go up and down, and, and you eventually come back to a middle point. I mean, it's it's a middle point, but like a lot of things have changed, and I think that's the major thing. Yeah. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of lateral movement of characters yeah. and pretty much like every 
every character, like pretty much every character this season had some sort of connection with Bojack Horseman somewhere in their storyline. Yep. And they've all sort of either been strengthened and then lost or just lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, 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 he's basically lost everyone except maybe Diane but and Todd. Even, even then it's like, yeah, even he's then just it's become this like toxic kind of, um, he's, well, he's gone from being da- like damaging to be around to just being toxic. Yeah. And I think we've hit this middle point where it's, he can go either way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next, but I'm also, I mean, it's going to be another goddamn year till next season. I don't know how I'm going to survive. No, no, we'll just have to watch Except the Christmas uh, fucking oh, specials. Someone was saying specials. that they want a um, they want a meow meow pussy whatever his name is the the cat cop. Oh, the cat. They, they just, just want, they just want like four episodes of him. That'd be great because he's so great. He's so great. All right, well, that's gonna do it for this episode, Ben. Um, and as always, uh, thanks to our patrons. Who, you know, they give us a little bit every month, and it really helps us out. It helps us keep the lights on. But you know, thanks, fam. So to speak. Um. And, of course, we're PowerByHover.com, so all that stuff is in the show notes. Um, you can grab all those links to our Facebooks, our Twitters, uh, our MySpace. We should get an Instagram. We should, we, no. We should uh, do an Instagram. I don't know how to Instagram. No, we should neither. get a Snapchat. A snap. I don't, know what that, I don't really know what that is. I don't know how um, to Snapchat anymore. But, yeah, all of our social stuff is in the show notes. Um, hashtag AFAPod if you want to let us know what you thought of BoJack Horseman. Or just tweet us at DCM underscore works. You can follow us on Facebook. We're at DCM Works Social. Um, what have I forgotten? We're on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, it's all in the show notes. Yeah. Um, let's look. It's, it's, it's I don't know. Um, <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 